Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 25. It's the big 25th extravaganza episode uh, of the VC podcast. Yep. Yeah, that is applause you're hearing. Thank you, everybody. Um, we are here in uh, not the studio this time around. We're in the Fellowship Center spread out in a bunch of chairs. I'm here with uh, many members of the Valley Creek staff. I'm your host for today, Zach. We're going to get started today. Uh, well, hold on. Let me say this first. Listeners, consider this your midweek checkpoint here at Valley Creek, a little bit of your church family, church home, uh, just in your midweek. So I hope uh, wherever you are, on the treadmill, driving your car, uh, whatever you're doing, hopefully you're having a great day. We're happy to be here with you. So we're going to start at a little different this time around. Usually, because I love to talk a lot, I'll introduce the people individually. This time we'll go around the circle here. Uh, you'll hear from the, those present and then we'll give a shout out to uh, the, the members of our staff who couldn't make it as well because, uh, you know, we do have some hardworking staff who work some part-time jobs here at the church who have full-time jobs elsewhere. So they're, uh, you know, they're working hard at their actual day job right now. But all right, so let's go around the circle. I'll start us off. I'm Zach. Obviously, you've heard from me already. I am the media specialist here at Valley Creek, and I also lead worship at South Wilson. I'm Andrew. I'm the associate pastor here at Valley Creek. And yeah. That's who I am. I'm Luke. I am the uh, worship pastor here at Valley Creek, and I love my job. And I'm Crystal. I'm the children's minister here at Valley Creek. There you go. I'm Holly. I'm the office administrator, and I answer the phone. That's all. And I'm Scott, and I'm the old guy on staff. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm Dixon. Now there's two old guys. <laughs> Um, I'm the interim youth pastor out at South Wilson. All right, so um, that's our crew for today. We'd also invited, obviously, Jamie and Andre and Emily, um, but they're they're all hard at work at their day jobs, so uh, we miss them. Also, Bill, uh, Greg, uh, plenty of uh, custodial staff to make name of, but uh, also we've got, obviously, we share a, a home turf here with uh, EC Child Care. Uh, they're over there working hard, wrangling kids, so... Plenty of people that could have been here, um, but obviously this is just a small part of what we do here at Valley Creek, so the podcast didn't make the cut. <laughs> Some of the individuals almost didn't make it for Scott. It's okay. We won't, we won't go too deep in details there. All right, so we're going to talk, as always, a little bit about last week, a little bit about this Sunday, and about upcoming events here at Valley Creek. This will probably be a little bit of an extended episode, uh, just as we get to talk a little bit more as a group here, although so far it's been just me talking. So that's okay. Um, but the cool thing about it is that we're recording this well in advance of our 25th week of the podcast, uh, which of course marks 25 weeks since our initial uh, COVID shutdown. So much has happened in this time. Um, but yeah, we're excited about that. The main point of that being everything we talk about having happened last week is actually happening in the future and everything happening next week is happening even more in the future. Does that make any sense to you guys? That was super confusing. Yes. That's amazing. Okay, yeah. so last week is actually, for now on, last week is the Sunday, uh, September 6th. 6th, yes, which occurred over Labor Day weekend. Okay. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we'll start with that. So last Sunday, which again has yet to happen through the magic <laughs> of time travel, uh, we talked about God changes our identity. Who wants to tell us about that? I think, you know, Andrew loves to do that. <laughs> no, it's, it's, a, it's a great, uh, as we look at the life of, of Jacob and how God moved in his life, 
uh, changed his name from Jacob to Israel. Uh, it's a great uh, picture of what God wants to do in all of our lives. You know, how he meets us in moments sometimes of great difficulty or stress and sometimes, or God even takes us to those places. And then in those places, he has a desire to change us to be uh, who he wants us to be. And as you look back at Jacob, that's exactly what God did. You know, he took him and ultimately, uh, he took him back to his original purpose. You'll see, uh, that, that theme going about, going out and being fruitful and multiplying. Uh, once he encountered Jacob and made him Israel, he gave him that same command to go out to be fruitful, multiply. And sometimes in our life, we mess it up and we let sin come in. We get our own agendas. We're grabbing at our own things as Jacob did and, and say, this is what I'm pursuing. And God says, listen, I want to encounter you. I want to change you. And I want you to put you back out doing what I'm doing. And so that's Jacob's story, but that's all of our stories because we're all like Jacob. We have this tendency to grab at our own thing. And God says, listen, I've got a purpose for you. Get back to my purpose. And it's going to happen as you encounter me and my grace, and I'll get you back to doing what um, I want you to do. You want to add anything to that, Andrew? No, that was discussion question number two, I believe. We already have yeah, discussion the, questions? No, we don't. No, oh. we don't. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, though, I feel like I just went to church. So. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited to hear that, and I'm, I obviously loved the sermon on Sunday. I loved hearing that because it, it happened in the past um, when this podcast comes out. Uh, Holly, do you have an issue with the time continuum as it stands? I feel like we're sitting on a throne of lies right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll stop making up facts about things that haven't happened yet. Okay. But um, I feel like I'm in a Bill and Ted movie. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, let, let me ask this kind of open-ended question for everyone. Uh, that way it doesn't seem like a, like a specifically a preaching staff has to answer. But um, we've been a few weeks now. I, I, I don't know how many weeks it's been the exact number in this unbroken series, what have you guys seen as obviously the underlying theme is that God's plan in this story that God has set out, um, over this huge, vast amount of time since, you know, you know, creation, that's the story, right? That has been unbroken. The plan is unbroken. God is unbroken. What are some other themes that you've kind of seen throughout in just this first few weeks? All right, I'll jump in. So even if, if we look at um, um, just having faith, you know, I know a big part of my life, um, it, it's it's really just taking a being able to put my faith and trust in God. I know that Andrew, uh, Andrew and I had, or he shared some points with me, which by the time this is released will have been a couple of weeks back about being able to stand on on uh, you know having the faith to stand on God's promises, and that's. That's part of the story that's not broken, right? God is who he says he is, and we can put our faith, our trust in in that. And I think that that is carrying all along through these messages, right? It's not just the creation story. It's not just the fact that his plan's unbroken. But being able to have that faith is part of the whole journey, part of this whole thing. So for me, uh, planning the services, being able to come up with scripture that help with the services, that help with the, with the music part of worship, it is, it's all about faith for me. That's what I'm noticing so far. Yeah, I'll just say on that, as we've, even as we prepared the messages, it's been encouraging and strengthening to my faith as we've seen how God is the same and can, yesterday, today, and forever, how he's continuing to work, how he is always faithful and how he's always able to keep, keep his promises. And so our hope is in that, not what we can do for ourselves or what we can kind of achieve on our own even, but it's in what God promises to do 
for us and what he's able to do for us. And so as we've seen that so far with creation and then God's grace and then with the life of Abraham and then the life of Jacob, we begin to, all right, we're getting some, getting I'm some. I'm sorry. I've got to, this is all great stuff. I was trying to take kind of some sneaky photos to maybe post about this whole meeting later on. I look over Holly Mouth's The Three Kings and then she goes, <laughs> like, like gag. Like. <laughs> uh, for those of you unaware, uh, the Three Kings is kind of an ongoing joke that Andrew, Luke, and I are the Three Kings because of last year's um, Christmas caroling evening, or the, yeah, when we shared carol. Yeah. It was a yeah. what is it? Um, a family. We didn't it was call a family, it family, it was night. family it was some or... kind of Christmas gathering. Anyway, yeah. whatever you want to call it, family night or caroling night, or we met at South Wilson, and so we we were singing on the stage, but we did. Each a verse of the Three Kings, and so Holly hates it. Holly really despises. Uh, Crystal the and Kings I have our own club. We do, and you all aren't in it. I'm nope. sorry, Andrew. Was there anything that you wanted to cap cap Just that off? Ignored with? that whole thing. I don't know. I think that was. <laughs> I was. I think that was good. I was, yeah. One. I was. I completely lost track of where I was going. But then when Holly started <laughs> saying poo poo on the Three Kings, is there any chance that we can start live streaming the podcast? Just so people can see Holly's facial expressions the no, entire time. That's, we don't have the capability to do that. <laughs> We've had a couple <laughs> requests for videos of the podcast, and I just want to like that's a great idea. Yes, but one, I just think that would be one a ton of work. But two, honestly, many of you are very well dressed throughout the week, but typically we do these on a Thursday, <laughs> what? which is when everyone. Looks the most frazzled and like it's like a mad dash to the finish of trying to get things prepared for Sunday. I love Thursdays. Okay. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, I don't don't think we'll be doing video anytime soon. Maybe Holly reaction video though to the podcast. We're just let's take Holly out of the equation together, please. So, anything else you guys wanted to make note of on that on the Unbroken series? Anything that's just been striking to you? So, I like the way. As I see Scott doing this, it's going to be kind of like an Old Testament survey class <laughs> with the general theme rolling through it. And I'm really liking that. It's not going to be just like, here's one sermon on Abraham. All right, done. You see the whole faith and faithfulness throughout going forward as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's our exact purpose is to look and see that that God... Again, his purposes are unbroken, and they've really not changed from the beginning. Because I was thinking when you asked that question, Zach, uh, just as as we've been studying even this week, is just the continuing theme of God's grace through it all too. Mm-hmm. You know, faith is part of that, but grace is part of that. Because uh, a couple weeks ago when we looked at sin, uh, how how important grace was when we as mankind have messed it up. When you look at Jacob's life that we just looked at this past Sunday, uh, how important grace was. Because it wasn't for God's grace, Jacob wouldn't even have survived. His wrestling with God. Because God's a God of grace, He doesn't kill us. I mean, He actually gives us a new chance. And so those themes can carry, can carry on even to us today. Yeah. Uh, and so I think, you know, Dixon, that you recognize that that's the exact purpose of this. Let's, let's see how God started and how He's continuing even to our lives. So if we, if we get to our lives where we see that, that God's still at work the same way, then it's been a successful mm-hmm. sermon series, really. Yeah. I think for me, it's just been through these first few I keep saying a few. It's been several weeks now, I think, but um, just countless stories of second chances and God's grace. Like it's amazing to me. I was listening to Andrew preach on this specific Sunday, but it was preached at both campuses. Obviously, um, just the ongoing 
I'm blanking on the correct word here, but God steps in continuously throughout all of time to make sure that his people are shown grace and he gives grace constantly and consistently, even repeatedly as humankind just decides, like, we're just going to keep sinning. Mm -hmm. Sin just keeps coming in and God keeps stepping in to make sure that sin does not prevail uh, on his creation, which is this crazy, amazing continuity. You know, it's it's crazy to, to think about that. Um, want to say this, kind of moving on a little off subject here, but we didn't mention at the beginning, we are in the Fellowship Center at Springfield Road right now recording, um, and the air is very loud in here. I'm having a hard time hearing some of you, and so I'm sure you're having a hard time hearing me, but if you're listening to the podcast right now, I uh, just want to let you know if you hear this, the big blower back here, um, that's the reason, and uh, hopefully that's not too much of a distraction, but... Uh, Zach, I was just thinking, I'm having a hard time hearing all those people that are are listening to this podcast myself. Yep. (laughs) I can't hear them. I have never heard them, not once. (laughs) I'm sorry, Zach. I mean, Scott's got jokes. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. It's. I don't know if it's. Man, Scott. Scott really got himself over there, didn't he? I just want to. I just want to point out that when Holly, when Luke or Andrew or I make a joke. Holly disapproval instantly. When Scott makes a joke, Scott's she the finds, boss. Yeah. <laughs> he does thinks, my evaluation. <laughs> All right, let That's me ask I'm this. Um, because Labor Day weekend is coming up, um, please forgive me. I really don't know what Labor Day is about. Um, does anyone, <laughs> could anyone enlighten me? Apparently, none of us know what it's okay, about. Okay, well, I'm sure <laughs> it's about... Let, let that be a good lesson. Like, let's <laughs> let's maybe research that to appreciate it more because there's probably a reason, right? There's definitely probably some kind of labor force sort of thing, right? I mean, it looks like yeah. Dixon might be Googling right Honoring now. Honoring the American worker. I think so. Yeah. Something like that. So I, I want to look that into that. True. But let me ask this question. It's also a weekend where you typically do things that are like celebratory, right? What are you guys' Labor Day plans? Uh, I'm camping and kayaking with the husband and the dogs. I will also be on a on a large trip with a with a bunch of campers, but I do need to tell you, Zach, that everyone knows that Labor Day is a federal holiday in the United States, celebrated on the first Monday in September to honor and recognize the American labor movement and the works and contributions of laborers to the development and achievements of the United States. Come on, Zach. Everyone knows that. <laughs> thank you for thank. I mean, per I'm Google. not saying I'm proud of not knowing. No, I'm just, I'm just saying I would have liked that. Was great. Thank you for informing me on that. that so need to like add the footnote to Wikipedia. It is. Well, that is the, I mean, the beauty of the Google yeah. machine. Yes, I should have known that as the church's resident Googler. <laughs> Anyone else have any fun plans? I don't think I'm doing. It. I mean, I'm leading worship somewhere. Here, Springfield, yes. Yeah, our family just gathers together uh, on Sunday night, and we just have a great time cooking out and just having games. And in the past, we've always just kind of camped out in my mom's front yard. That's what we've done, spend the night. As we've gotten a little bit, the kids got older, and we got older, and I didn't like being out in the tent. Um, that's kind of fallen by the wayside a little bit, but uh, we still have a good time as a family, get, get together. So it's a fun, it's a weekend we always look forward to of getting together and just having a good time as a family. I think that's yeah. a good way to go about it. That's actually a really cool tradition. I like that. 
I mean, yeah. I'm sad that you don't camp anymore in a tent in the front well, yard. Well, that's been but... my camping experience is just putting a tent in the, my I... mom's front yard. That's about as far as I have went with Could it. Could someone but... lend me a tent, and I'm going to try to persuade Taylor to sleep outside in the front yard. I have All a right, tent hey, I will you, give I've you. Got, I've probably got a two-person <laughs> tent that I can let you borrow. Zach. I would I, also I have like a... to note that while we live somewhat rural, we also live like in a very residential area. It's not like out in the country. I have a four-room tent if you want that one. What? You could set up a whole house in your front yard. All right. I've never used it to camp in. I'll need everyone's help in making this happen. I can give you a large hunting blind. <laughs> that would really mess with the neighbors. <laughs> what are they doing? Uh, no, I love my neighbors, but they do seem to be very... We're, I always feel as if I'm under a watchful eye in my neighborhood, which makes me feel, one, safe, but two, very exposed. <laughs> All right, anyone have any outside-of-the-box plans before this weekend before we go... On to our next segment. All right. Let's move it right along. Everyone's just staring at me. This is very bizarre. Um, I just want to say thank you while I have your attention for uh, jumping on the podcast. I know there's plenty of other and more important things you could have been doing uh, with uh, roughly an hour of your time, but I appreciate you doing this. All right. So this week, this Sunday, September... 13. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We are talking about Joseph. Is this correct? That's this right. Sounds correct. That's right. Absolutely. And so, mm-hmm. as we've already said many times, and Holly will probably roll her eyes again, we're in the past right now. So I'm sure that's not quite as formed of an idea for a sermon yet. Um, but is there anything you guys might be able to share as far as what you're thinking looking that way? Because I know right now you're focused on this Sunday's being... I'm not even going to go through it again. But Andrew's going Andrew's to be on vacation, so right. I'll take oh, this right, right, one. Right. All right. And uh, Joseph is, is, in fact, one of my favorite biblical characters of all time. And there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, mostly because Jacob just always stayed steadfast with God no matter what was going on in his life. And if you know Joseph's story, I mean, it was one hardship after the other. But he continued to be faithful to God. And so I've always appreciated that about him. But what we'll see for us, mostly, the thing that we'll focus on a lot, that... What God does is sometimes even our difficulty, he's working for good. Joseph's story above all is that, of how even in these things that may look in Joseph's life as bad things, they were putting Joseph right where he needed to be for God to use him and for God's plans to take place. And it's a reminder to us in our lives, we, we have difficult things that happen, uh, things that we consider as bad, but they could be the very thing that, that God is using to put us right where he wants us to be for his good. And we, we have to keep that in mind. And that, that again, that hasn't changed. Just as God did that with Joseph, he's still doing it in our lives today. And so that's going to be the real big theme of that. All right. So listeners, I hope you're excited for that as well. Um, you can tune in. We have live streams every Sunday at 1030. Obviously, we are having physical services as well. You can uh, come to Springfield Road 9 or 1030 on Sunday or South Wilson at 1030 as well. And uh, so that, that sermon will be shared. I'm excited to hear it. Um, thank you for sharing a little insight there. Um, as we're kind of moving forward, obviously we don't have a lot that we can share about. Um, we've gone over this a million times. We're in the past, right? We're in the future, time continuum, all that crazy stuff. Um, let's, let's open this up. I'd love to hear from everyone. Um, some of us haven't been here quite as long. Dixon, you've been a, a cherished volunteer over at South Wilson for a good chunk of time, but you're kind of stepping into this new ministry role. Um, I'd love to hear um, one specifically over this last, because we started the podcast immediately when we got shut down 
as part of COVID regulations. And over over that, I know I personally have seen that has just really kept our people healthy, kept our people safe. Uh, I don't even want to know what would have happened if we had just said, no, we're going to keep gathering no mask. We'll just figure it out. I mean, it could have been disastrous. Um, but back to the original point, how has your ministry changed? How has it grown? And what would you like to see come out of your ministry in the future? Well, you don't have to get crazy in-depth. No one has to give a monologue. Um, but even if you wanted to go more general, where would you like to see Valley Creek going in this next little bit? I'd like to see some more kids in the youth group. Um, okay. And that's, that's going to be mainly uh, the kids we have inviting their friends to come to it. Um, and there's some things I'm going to be working on to, to get the South Wilson name out there to that particular neighborhood uh, that I'm working on, that I'm, you know, contemplating in my head right now. I haven't actually put them down to paper because they're still floating around. Sure. And there's plenty of space up there to float around. <laughs> um, but mainly just, you know, if, if the kids will invite their friends, they will have more opportunity to reach more other kids. Yeah, and I've I've loved seeing these student meetups, how um, even where it can be, you know, uh, I think what I've seen is that students are very, very much like, oh, we go to one campus or the other campus because it's more of a convenient trip for my parents or whoever is my ride for that evening. But it's been very cool to see more of a blended student ministry uh, overall because we're having these student meetups that have to occur at one campus or the other just because of, you know, time or size restraints or whatever you want to go. But it's been really cool to see already kind of this buzzing in the students to kind of get things back and going. So that's been very cool. Yeah, but I, I agree. I think it'll be cool to see in invitations going out and, yeah. and it's more targeted. And I would like to, uh, I forget the exact name of it, the plan that we had to reach the community there to really get that started up again um, because we're not like sitting on a major road like 31, we're, you know, we're a little bit off the backside there. So we're not very visible, but we're very accessible. Sure. And uh, so I'd like to see more people see it and know about it. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Who else wants to jump in? Just regarding our ministries and kind of uh, directions and stuff. Yeah. I actually, um, I think Zach, even if I look at what we've combined to do for uh, the music side of, of uh, worship, you know, uh, updating equipment, physicalities, just different things like that. We've, we've really combined to get a lot of stuff done. But when I take a step back and look further on, we've actually, when all this happened, March, we shut things down and took off. We went to a three-man setup, right? Coming out of the three-man setup where we had those very uh, scaled-down um, music services, we actually brought in some younger faces. I think about Ellie Wright stepping up. I think about Presley Decker stepping up, wanting to play. A lot of younger faces are coming in, and it actually has been very encouraging because there are people that are craving. They have that desire to worship and to lead, and they want to. They want to give their talents back to the Lord, right? And so, and then it <clears throat> having the youth gatherings. It takes it a step further for us, right? Because we have the youth gatherings on Sunday nights. We have a mostly youth-led band, you know. This the um, you've filled in, you've played some electric with them. I've yep. played some electric with them and stuff. But for the most part, you know, six out of eight and seven out of ten of those of those people on stage are youth, and that is very encouraging. When I look at music ministry and moving forward, that 
we can disciple and grow and, and grow them into leaders and, and we can begin to, in the, in the near future, to take a back seat and just do what we're called to do and grow and lead and disciple and develop. And uh, it's, it's been a great blessing for me to see that. So really, um, originally it was the woe is me side of things where I was like, oh man, what are we going to do? How are we going to keep worship going? You know, stuff like that. But I, it's actually it's been more encouraging for me than anything to go through this and to see the outcome on the other side of the COVID stuff. Uh, as far as all the stuff that we've gotten done and the direction we're heading at church. Next. <laughs> yeah, so I'm really excited with the kids, just the different opportunities that they have, whether they're sitting in church with their families and learning, or if they've regathered into Sunday school or the Zoom discipleship classes. Um, we're really focusing on basically the same thing that we're focusing on in big church. We're focusing on God's big plan and how the Old Testament connects to the New Testament. Um, and that's really exciting just to see that click in their minds as they're studying. So, yeah, lots of opportunities. Very cool. Anyone else want to throw a, throw a few ideas in the middle there? I think as we originally started, you know, facing the, restrictions with COVID and the guidelines there, one of the things we did was our Wednesday night live stream. And through that, Sean and I worked together on that um, for those first six weeks or maybe, I guess, more than that, but had some good good discussions and good engagement with people, even online through that. And so that was encouraging as we kind of all got into the Word together and did that together. And just seeing the hunger and the interaction with the word even our daily devotionals too seeing how people are are engaging with those and so that's a daily daily engagement with not just those devotionals but more importantly with the word of God and with what he's saying to us and how he's guiding our lives and so that's been encouraging and so things like that just looking forward to seeing how those continue all right well uh personally I would love to see in, in my ministry, I'll, I'll take a serious note first. I would love to see some more growth in leadership. Um, just as you said, with the music aspect, people being on stage and playing instruments and singing, um, there is a, a behind-the-scenes team, if you will, of under... Uh, <laughs> I almost said underappreciated. I would say they're generally underappreciated, but I appreciate them very much. Um, my media team, or our media team, uh, my fellow media team workers. I don't know how to say it to where it doesn't sound bad, but um, I love these people. Uh, they work very hard. We've got some key individuals who have really stepped up and done Sunday after Sunday of uh, video production and sound edit, uh, sound engineering, that sort of thing. I would love to see them training up new people because that is a, a way um, where you're not, you know, in plain sight, people aren't looking straight at you, but that is a leadership position as well. So I'd love to see that grow. Um, and I'd also love to see our podcast reach a million listeners and uh, get uh, a sponsorship from Deuster's Ice Cream. So subscribe, rate, and review. Share with a friend, hit yeah. that like button, or yeah. smash that like button. I forget what they say on YouTube. We're not on YouTube, ironically. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move along here. I don't want to take uh, up too much of you guys' time today, but it has, again, been been very fun, this little extended extravaganza. Holly, I'm sorry, you, you just, I feel like you just... I was listening. Okay. <laughs> Your ears were listening. Your face was responding. Um, 
<laughs> All right, so let's talk about uh, things coming up here at the church. We have our student meetup September 13th. I uh, hope your student ministry, uh, I almost said a student ministry, whatever I said. I don't know what I was going for. Your students, your youth, 6th through 12th grade, those middle and high school students, we'd love to see them at the student meetup. Um, I don't know off the top of my head which campus we're going to be at, but check the student page of the website as well as the announcement page. That will be listed uh, clear as day on there by this time. Uh, that we're putting this podcast out. So very excited about that. Um, And as Dixon said, students, if you're listening, your parents are listening, whoever, if this gets to you, invite a friend. Uh, We are making sure that you're taken care of as far as uh, uh, precautions or or health concerns are going. Um, We'll make sure you're socially distanced. You can bring your friends uh, and they can experience experience a little bit of uh, church on a Sunday night. I don't know. I was losing that sentence. I was. I don't know where it was going. It was like, oh, hey, those are really fun. I really like doing those. Yeah. No. I. I was going to say to to Luke's point. Uh, I did help with the one a few weeks back. Now that this is airing, um, I felt like I didn't really even have to be on the stage, and that was a beautiful thing, because uh, a lot of times as a as a, I'll put quotes around it for myself. Adult, uh, you feel like you got to step up and be the you know be the big man on campus in a sense, and then you get up there, and these students are are involved and talented and they're just really ready to lead and kind of step out of the way in their own sense. And I was like, man, I don't even really necessarily have to be up here. So that was great. Um, kids are continuing to regather. Um, as we record this, the, the reg- regulations have changed just a little bit. We're bumping our numbers up a little bit of people that were allowed to register. Your children will still need to be registered at vcbc.org. Crystal, anything we need to know about that specifically as that continues? Yes. So just make sure that if you plan to bring your kiddos on a Sunday morning, make sure that you're going in and registering online. So you can find that registration link on the Facebook page or on the website, vcbc.org. It's very important to register just so that we can have the proper supplies and proper proper staffing each week. Um, So, yep. It's exciting. I had this question come in. I did not know the answer to this. We are not keeping at this time like a wait list of individuals who didn't quite make it in time? We are not at this time, no. I just want to clarify that. But that registration opens at noon every Sunday, Mm -hmm. and it stays open all week until 3 p.m. on Thursday. Excellent. All right. So, listeners, you heard it here first, our official policy (laughs) for registering kids. All right. We hope to see your kids this Sunday. All right. So, let's open it up. This is the time of the podcast where we usually open it up to a little bit more of a I wouldn't call it a goofy question, just a little bit less specifically church-related. Um, it's always nice to get to know you all a little better. I don't know if it's just for my <laughs> amusement. Hopefully listeners out there are enjoying it as well. Okay, first off, I want to start with this. Because I don't know if people—I haven't heard from anyone yes or no on this one, but I love hearing about your guys' pets. So without getting crazy detailed about it, are you guys' pets doing Okay. Andrew, you want to answer that one first? <laughs> Andrew's Andrew's pets are doing great. I know his answer already. Doing well. <laughs> Luke, do all you right. Have since pets? I'm next in line, oh, oh my god, here we go. Yep, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Now's the time that I need to come out and tell the world that R.I.P. Dorito Frito had to go oh, to the farm, and by to the farm, I don't mean. We had to off him. I mean, Frito had to had to go. He's he's uh <laughs> he had he his issues. He literally went to a farm. He literally went to a several farm. acres. He to a place where he had some puppy friends. 
He's well taken care of, and there are people that are with him constantly that can keep him company. So he's in a he's in a better place now. Mm. All right. As mm. as mediator to this podcast, I want to make sure that the next fifteen yeah. minutes aren't us just <laughs> ragging on Luke about that. So I'll say our official stance would be: I'm glad that you did the responsible thing and found yeah. a nice home for Frito. We'll miss Frito. That's all we got. That's I opted got. to take him back to the pound, and Nicole said no. So, <laughs> oh, Luke, my dog is doing great. Ellie May is doing. doing Ellie well. May is amazing. So yes. I will say that. Holly, how are your animals? Uh, All my horses and my donkeys got pedicures yesterday, so they're doing well. And uh, the dogs, yeah, we're good. Huh. Scott, any Griffey's had a hard time. Griffey's had a hard time with COVID because (laughs) uh, he got used to somebody always being home because, you know, Josh and Emily came home from college because they were doing it online. Kim was home because. School was online, so somebody was always home. So he went several months with somebody, at least always at home. So now that things are back to normal, you know, Emily's uh, back to college. Josh is now living in Bowling Green. Kim's back to school. Now he's being left home alone again, and he's not doing very well with that. He doesn't want to be out of anybody's sight. So it's hard to even get him to go outside these days. So again. you almost have to go outside and sit mm-hmm. and watch him. Or he, yeah. or he just he wants to run out the door and run right back in. So uh, if he's, he's lonely, just bring him to work with you. No, no, no. I was thinking no, the he, same he, thing. He, he'll get reconditioned hopefully soon here in sure. a few weeks. But uh, uh, he he had a hard time with it. He really didn't want anybody to be out of his sight. So he always had to be right next to somebody. So uh, I would say pray for Griffey, but you know I think he'll be all right. <laughs> I'm not sure we'll have to get in some some deep dives on theology discussion. Yeah, I don't, I don't know theologically whether that's sure. a great thing to do or not, but he'll be okay. Dixon, do you have any animals? So I have two German Shepherds. Oh, wow. And they're absolutely loving right now because I'm home a lot more than I was, which means they get to go for a ride down the road because I'm too lazy to walk them. So I just put them in the Jeep and take them for a ride. So do you take the top off of it? I haven't had the top on the Jeep since February, maybe. Maybe as early as January. But uh, so they love that. My cat's not quite so happy because we've interrupted her schedule of coming and going. Um, you know, you people are in my bed still, you know. So, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I've had some cats and I, mm. they're a different, different thing. Uh, my dogs are doing just fine. Very proud of Millie. She graduated from obedience level one. Uh, they gave her a little certificate and everything. I was like, I almost felt like an actual parent. I was like, look at her. She did it. <laughs> but uh, it, it was funny. She's a, she is a terrorist, though, at home. Uh, she loves to play, but Rocco does not. So when they're both out, uh, she wants to play with Rocco nonstop. So he'll hide under the bed. And during the day, she gets to go in her crate because that's good for her training. While Rocco is an old man, so he just stays out. And that's when he owns the house, right? So he's been loving. He's been loving. Uh, I've been very fortunate to, to have kept my job, you know, during COVID. And so Taylor also was not off in any way. So we were both gone every single day pretty much through COVID. So Rocco has been not had to adjust anything. All right. That's it. It's my pup date. All right. Anything else animal related anyone would love no, to share? No, we're good. Move on. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want it to come back around to me. So, okay. Well, I do want to bring this up. Uh a few weeks ago, 
Three weeks ago on the podcast, we talked about Andrew uh, being referred to as the big dog. Uh, and I forgot to mention that Andrew's response to that was the most fitting response I've ever heard. Do you want to? I don't remember. Was it, do you say that? Or did someone know. else say it about you? It was that Andrew being referred to as the big dog was very fitting, seeing as he loves animals so much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he loves dogs. Anyway, I expected oh, a bigger goodness. laugh. I don't know. <laughs> can't hear those listeners either, Scott. Um, all right, so now for the, this is it. This is where we're in the podcast. This could go on for an hour. It could go on for like two minutes. The big question for today is, I asked this after the podcast the other day, and it had such a big response that I wanted to hear about it on the mics. So uh, if you had to, in some crazy alternate reality, if you had to move to a different state and do a different job, where would you go? And what would you do? And there are a couple assumptions here. One is that you'd get the job regardless of your qualification. Like if you just could do it regardless. And then two is that you'd have the funds necessary to go move to another state. Don't get it all up caught in that. Like I can't move because I don't have. And uh, I don't know who here has had any other jobs uh, or careers. I personally have only ever worked at Shoe Carnival in here. So, but it, it doesn't count to mention like your other job. You can be like, I just do my other job. You have to say like something totally different. All right. Anyone just know right off the bat where they go and what they would do? Oh, I would move to Montana. Okay. And do like a horse rescue type. Oh. Yeah. Why Montana though? Just the space? I feel like there are a lot of people in Montana that think like I do. You know conservatives and such oh. i was gonna say like very republican like the like uh the Simmer second down. amendment kind Simmer of people down, everybody the right to arm bears bear arms right to arm bears there's bears in montana right to arm bears <laughs> all right what Okay. Anyone else? Anyone else have any? Uh... I missed this conversation the other day. I didn't get to. Were you to that. there for me that? Me too. No, I it was. Well. I, think I don't it know. Was, but I guess hey, it was just I I guess was if, if you're going to put me on a spot, maybe I'd move to Texas and work for Chip Gaines. That sounds like a lot of fun. All right. Mm. Yeah. Demo. Demo huh? guy. No, I would. No, I don't want to be demo guy. I want to build stuff. Scott, I don't know where I got this idea, but literally in my head, my thought for you has always been like, if he was not the senior pastor of a church, he would like own a <laughs> hardware store. I don't know where I got no, the idea. No, I wouldn't That's own a hardware store. Maybe a construction company. Sure, but not be a no, contractor, no. but not the, con- the construction store owner. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'd be the contractor. Yeah, I want, I want to be out there building it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, putting it together. Texas to work for Chip. Yeah, that sounds like fun. I mean, they, they kind of seem like fun people. Sure. Me and Chip may get along real well. Have you read his book? I've been meaning to read his book. I don't. I have not. I need I it. Yeah. It was it was good. I, you read the book? I listened to it. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it was pretty does good. Does he read it? Yeah, he does. Might have to. It's a good one. Check that out. It's exciting. Yeah, I think I would go to Hawaii probably. Okay. Like the island life, beach life, and I don't know what I would do though. You'd be um, a surfer. Surfer? <laughs> maybe a surf instructor. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a good good job. There you go. I'll go with that. Nice. So I was gonna say Hawaii. And work a surfboard shop. So, I mean, I'm right there with you, man. Okay. So, you work the shop, and he, and he goes, goes out, out and instructs. He gives everybody yeah. lessons. There we go. We got Team a plan. Work, baby. All right. Well, Sounds like a church plan. Coming together. Business plan. <laughs> yeah. Church plan in Hawaii. Church plan. Let's make this happen. 
Okay, so I want I don't know where. I want to go somewhere where there's lots of seasons, all the seasons, like cold, really cold, and then really fall. And then Greenland is is a good place for that. Okay, maybe yeah, Greenland. I was thinking like Washington or somewhere, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Somewhere where there's good seasons. And then I think there's my my job would be a college professor. I love school so much. That's like my second career. So that's what I would do. That's what I would want. That'd be fun with extra dogs also. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why not? Hmm. All right. I am going to Seaside, Florida, and I will be, I will own an ice cream truck. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Laugh all you want, but that is a cash cow. I don't. (laughs) It's a cash cow. And yes, I will be legal and pay taxes like a, like a good American citizen, but the beach just calls me, and I love that whole Gulf Coast. Will you make your own ice cream for your truck? Mm. That is a negative, Ghost Rider. I will not. I will buy it um, for very cheap and sell it for very high. Oh, <laughs> I don't like that. I, want to, I don't want to get super far into it, but... I encourage anyone, if, if you're listening out there and you actually attend here at Valley Creek, because we might have some listeners who don't attend here, but if you're going to see the Luke Hines uh, in person sometime uh, and you have a moment, ask him to explain his ice cream truck scenario to you because you got it figured out, Luke. I, it's I'm telling a good you, plan. I've got two investors. I've just got to get my wife, Nicole Hines, if you're listening, subliminal hit here. I've got to get my wife on board. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it'd be a great part-time gig for me. Nobody around here has one. At least with my idea. Are we down to me? Mm-hmm. We're down yep. to you, buddy. Yeah, it's all um, you. So I have two. Uh, one, I don't remember where uh, Lethal Weapon takes place. I don't remember the setting. Is it L.A.? I don't, anyway, I don't. If it is in L.A., I don't want to live there. Uh, but for some reason, I've always been intrigued by that uh, trailer by the ocean that uh, what's his face that Mel Gibson's character lives in in Lethal Weapon. I always thought that was kind of like. I don't know, but things change, you know, and I have a wife. I don't know that she'd be into living in a trailer by the ocean, but um, <laughs> just not enough space for us, you know. But uh, I also had this interesting idea the other day. Oh, what would I do? Professional uh, life liver. I would be an Instagram model. Uh, a professional no, life liver. I wouldn't liver. be an Instagram model. I would just be one of those people who no one knows what they do. They just seem to have a lot of money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like whenever yep. I watch House Hunters. Yeah, it's like, I'm, like, I'm a... My I husband collect, catches flies yeah. and makes $2 million a year. I collect weird-looking seashells from time to time, and our budget is $500,000. Anyway. And uh, the second one, I don't know why this intrigues me. I would probably change my mind immediately, um, but I would like to, to give it a go at uh, being a fire watch. That'd be cool. Up in the tower. Oh, that would be what, fun. What Doesn't happened that, to your what, dream uh, of being in a Hallmark movie? Uh, so this is more of a scenario in which, I've like, tried to work because I know I'm not going to leave my job here at the church and all of a sudden move Taylor to the beach to become a whatever that is. <laughs> a professional, professional life liver. Yeah, you're, that was a good liver. title. Yes. Um, so that's not going to happen. And I know, I'm, I mean, I don't know who knows what plan God has in store for me, but I know I'm not going to become a fire watch. One, because I would probably see the fire and be like, what am I supposed to do? I don't remember what I'm supposed to do. So I'm the wrong person. Um, so hopefully no potential hires are listening to this. Um, but yes, a real life goal, I would love to be in a Hallmark movie. So if anyone has any connections there, would love to be 
I don't have to be the star. In fact, I'd prefer not to be the star. I want to be the guy, and I'm sure we've talked about this on the podcast before. I want to be the guy where towards the end of the movie, he always like runs a bakery or a bookshop or something. He's kind of like the slightly pudgy friend. <laughs> and the woman's like, I just don't know. And the guy's like, listen, he obviously loves you. You like him. You love him. Go to him. And she's like, you're right, friend that works at a bookstore. And then she goes and finds the, yeah. yeah you I pretty like much I'm, nailed the plot of most Hallmark time. movies. Yeah, so, so I want to be that guy. I feel I like I'm watching one that. now. Huh? Hey, you you could be like a screenwriter. I I'm watching writer. one now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready for Christmas in Hallmark yeah, movies. Let's do it. So <laughs> seriously, Hallmark, if you're listening. So Speaking why don't you that, apply to be a Hallmark actor that lives in a trailer on the beach and is a fire watcher? I don't think ah. you fire watch from the beach. You have to like have like a. You, you have to live in like California because yeah, I mean you know they're closed. You got but, you know, all of it. Yeah. You could do Especially it, man. Oh, man. It's your fantasy. Mm. You do it. You know I've spent years making fun of those movies, but last year I took the time to sit with my bride and watch most of them with her, and I actually not enjoyed the movies. I just enjoyed the time with her, and this year I'm actually looking forward to watching them. Again, because I think they play the same 400 every I, year. I really hate to infiltrate your life in this way, but if you're looking for, if you're like just really bored and it's on and you're like, wow, I'm even watching this, the fun game is pick out as many parts as you can, then you'd be like, I could totally do that. Not me specifically, maybe you, but like if you want to put me into the movie, that's fine too. I kept so calling like, it from oh, the beginning. Be I'd be like, oh, he's getting ready to, he'll be with her by the end of the movie. And Nicole's like, this is ridiculous, but it was fun. It was good for me. It's great. Enjoyed my time with my bride. Mm. Well, this has been a ton of fun. Uh, I think we should end the podcast here. I would like to reiterate, though, hopefully I speak for everybody when I say this. Uh, we're very happy here where we are. Uh, mm -hmm. We love doing this. We love being part of your Valley Creek staff. And uh, it's just uh, it's an honor. But it is sometimes fun to just uh, dream about random scenarios in which you become a uh, construction worker with chip gains or... <laughs> Uh, whatever you guys were doing, opening a surf shop, or I don't know, we somehow blended. You know, we've somehow uh, interwoven Dixon and Andrew's futures in this hmm. non-existent scenario, <laughs> but, or an ice cream truck driver, or anyway, it's 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 good. I don't want to leave you guys out. Uh, horse wrangler. What what are you doing? Horse rescue. Yeah, we'll just go with that. Horse wrangler. Yeah, horse wrangler. Um, but yeah, no, we love doing this. This is our, our reality here. And uh, thank you for letting us do what we do. And that includes this podcast. Uh, thanks for listening to this a little bit extended episode. Uh, it should be a lot extended, but sometimes our 15 minute podcast turns into a 35 minute podcast really easily. So uh, I'm not too sorry about that. But nope. all right. Uh, stay up to date. Follow the podcast wherever you're listening to it right now. Check us out vcbc.org. Come visit us in person. Uh, we'd love to have you on a Sunday morning. Uh, 9 o'clock and 10.30. Again, our Springfield Road Campus, 10.30 at South Wilson. And you'll see one or two or three of us at wherever you choose to go. And I think that's it. Any closing, excuse me, any closing thoughts, remarks? Go team. Go team. Um, Andrew. Oh, and make good choices. Oh. All right, make good choices. Andrew, would you pray to end the podcast today? I will. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for the time we've been able to spend together today as we just continue to talk and think about the way you're at work in our world today, Lord, and the, the hope that you bring as you 
are able to, to transform our lives and to change who we are and to change the direction of our lives as we were walking um, away from you and rebelling against you, Lord, but in your grace, you call us back, back to your purposes and to your plan, Lord. And so we just thank you for your grace and we thank you for the hope that we have in Jesus. And we just pray that you would continue to help us as we go throughout these days ahead and weeks ahead to continue as a church family to point people to Christ and to point people to, to your plan for their lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.